This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon, this is Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. Greenpeace Malaysia recently conducted a study ahead of GE15 going through Malaysia's parliamentary handsard from 2018 to 2022 to scrape parliamentary transcripts, those are those handsard questions, for 91 distinct keywords in Malay and 80 corresponding keywords in English related to environmental topics. So the results showed that questions with environmental keywords only surfaced about 8.4% of times over the last four years. So that's, I think, a clear sign that our leaders are not prioritising a holistic approach to dealing with the environmental crisis. So what is this study all about and what can voters take away from it before we head to the polls on Saturday? Joining me now are Ting Su Xuan. She's the Senior Programme Manager for Greenpeace Southeast Asia, the Malaysia office, and Margot Prabenda. She's a Regional Research and Investigation Coordinator with Greenpeace Southeast Asia. Welcome, ladies. How are you today? Fine, thanks, Julia. Fine, thanks. Thank you so much for joining me today. So really fascinating research or study and something I've, I think I've never seen before. So really interested to know more about it. Uh, can you talk to me about, firstly, the idea behind this study? You know, what it's all about? What were you hoping to find out? Okay. Um, good afternoon, Juliet. Uh, uh, first of all, thanks for um, inviting Greenpeace uh, to explain more about our research and our work. Um, so basically, we vote um, as a citizen in the democratic countries. We vote for MPs hoping that there will be checks and balances. And there will also debate for important issues and bills, hold the government accountable for public affairs and for current affairs. Um, so, but in the country, do we really understand their work? Um, I think most voters, they care about the presence of MP in the community, whether they visit the Kopitiam or whether they attend the uh, opening of the basket uh, basketball court, whether they can help with filling up a welfare or license application form, but how about their duty and performance in the parliament? Mm -hmm. So sometimes we receive message sent by MPs few hours before the debate of uh, parliamentary bills, asking us for feedback. So I wonder if they study the bill properly before they go into the parliament and sit there to debate about the bill. So um, looking at so many environmental issues in the country, we are curious also, uh, we are curious about which elected MPs I mean, uh, over the last four years after the GE 14, uh, which MPs raised their concerns about the environment in the parliament. So uh, Greenpeace has been an NGO uh, monitoring governments and big corporations. So we want to play our role in the civil society to check political power and hold them accountable. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, that's interesting, right? Uh, you hardly hear it mentioning. And then it's interesting that you said that they only contact you like just a couple of hours before they head in. That's not very promising. Um, talk to me a little bit about how, you know, you went about collecting this data. So as I mentioned earlier, uh, you scrape parliamentary transcripts. Yeah, uh, you use some distinct keywords. Talk to me a little bit about the methodology. Thanks. I can speak on that a bit. Sure. Um, so uh, we we worked with a small team of researchers to help collect uh, data. And the first part of this was scraping parliamentary answered documents, like you mentioned, over the past four years. And we selected a group of 91 keywords that were related to environmental topics on a broad range of issues, things like climate change, uh, but also extreme weather waste issues, pollution, water, and land change issues. So um, that there was a large list of words to try to capture as much as we could any, any discussion that was brought up in the parliamentary questions raised uh, that was mentioning the environment. 
And we found that there was a total of 19,400 questions raised in Parliament mm -hmm. over the past four years. So there was a lot of data to look through. And uh, of those qu questions raised, we found so far that only around 8.4% of those questions were mentioning any environment-related keyword. And now we're working to analyze further to figure out what was the context of the those questions, meaning how were those words being used? Because we are noting that just mentioning an environmental keyword doesn't necessarily mean it's a pro-environmental stance, for example. And additionally, uh, so those keywords sometimes were triggered when a question was directed to a minister, the Minister of Environment, for example. Mm -hmm. So we found that, uh, like I said, uh, there's only around 8.4%, which we think is quite small, uh, a bit concerning, considering uh, how important the issue of environment is. And since then, we've been cleaning up the, the data to kind of figure out more about specific topics. Uh, on the other side, we actually have also been uh, doing some media research. So we had a couple researchers doing media scraping in four languages, in English, Bahasa, Mandarin, and Tamil, to find out what those same MPs were saying in the media and in the public. Sure. And then we've been working to kind of cross-check our findings and, and from those two data sources. Okay. All right. Um, really fascinating. And okay, so there's a lot of findings, right? Uh, it's really quite uh, a lot there. But what do you feel that the public should know most about based on what you found? Well, it's still a, a work in progress and we're still trying to spend, we, we wish we had a lot of time to look into all of the nuances. But so far, there have been a few key things that have emerged. One is that Flooding is a topic that is heavily discussed both in the parliament and in media, we think. But uh, we notice that it's rarely mentioned in connection with climate change, even though climate change is, of course, a primary cause of worsening floods. So we noted that often politicians blame things like poor drainage systems, uh, clogged drains and rivers as the primary source of flooding, as well as unexpected heavy rainfall without uh, really addressing or discussing why that's happening. And uh, in our parliamentary Hansard data, for example, we found 350 questions mentioning flood, but only 16 of those 350 questions mentioned both flood and climate change together. So for us, we, we think this is a big concern because we don't think Malaysians are hearing enough and about uh, the the root cause of this worsening weather events. Mm -hmm. So they're not making the connection, or at least in Parliament, it doesn't seem like they're making those connections to the climate crisis at all. Yes, exactly. So we think that it should be discussed more in conjunction with the root cause instead of only focusing on, for example, disaster response, because there's a lot of discussion of aid to flood victims and response after the floods happened. But there, But there's less discussion of mitigating floods and addressing the root cause of the problem to try to ensure that it's not getting worse over the future years. Mm -hmm. Perhaps not even an acknowledgement of a climate crisis, right? Uh, that might be also be the problem, right? Exactly. Yeah. And we, we, we know that there are projections that global warming will cause floods to get more frequent and more severe. Mm -hmm. So this is something that we need to be talking about because uh, we are not right now prepared to be dealing with it. And even if we prepare ourselves and have a great response system, 
it's going to continue getting worse and harder to respond to if we don't address the root cause. Okay, all right. And, you know, based on what you found as well, right, do you think, I mean, why do you think certain issues were highlighted more than others in Parliament? So, for example, I think energy, flood disasters, as you mentioned, uh, aquaculture, public transport, logging uh, were mentioned more rather than pollution, sustainability, you know, climate, which are sort of, I guess, broader topics. Yeah, I, I think it's obviously easier for politicians to talk about things that are directly impacting people's lives and that they can see in front of them. So things like flooding and also on the topic of energy, we see a lot of discussion of electricity tariff price increases yeah. uh, or disruptions, including things like water disruptions. So those are things that people are, are experiencing and are impacting them in their daily lives. And we think that it's uh, less common that the the politicians and even the media are talking about why those things are happening or the bigger picture, which is a bit harder for people to understand, maybe. I mean, the concept of climate change is, is very big, and, and sometimes it's hard to see how it's impacting us directly in our daily lives. So I think that has impacted the, the types of keywords that we see, and some of the more general keywords are, are not coming up as much but more specific terms, like um, in the context, uh, for example, of deforestation. The, the words for deforestation, both in English and Bahasa, were um, only mentioned three times, <laughs> which is insane to, to, to think that it's so small. But actually, the word logging was mentioned a little bit more, uh, about 47 times. And uh, some other related terms were mentioned. But still, that topic uh, was was not mentioned in terms of the destructive part of forests. On the other hand, forests were, were discussed uh, more heavily, like uh, there was 350 mentions of the term forest, but we don't know if that's actually talking about deforestation or not. So uh, yeah, so we're seeing that some of these issues are really not being directly discussed. Okay, all right, that's very worrying indeed. And just a reminder, this is over four years, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and maybe to give a, a, a comparison to to see where the priorities actually are going. We started. I started looking a little bit at what words are being discussed a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, as I mentioned, deforestation came up only three times, but words like the economy were coming up about one thousand one hundred and eighty nine times, and the word business or company came up around one thousand two hundred and thirty times. So we can see that uh, maybe more economic, uh, profit-based private sector discussions were clearly prioritized in parliament over environmental terms. Okay. All right. Um, and I guess, you know, the point of releasing it now was also to help voters think about who they're voting for come GE15, right, which is this Saturday. Uh, how do you hope folks, you know, regular Malaysians like me, how do you hope we can actually make use of, of all this data and all this, uh, the, all the findings that you guys have uh, produced from this study? Okay, we hope that they can go to our website, <laughs> uh, Greenpeace Malaysia's website, uh, where we already uploaded all our findings, and we we also did some uh, uh we have done some summarize for them uh from uh from what we have found from the research. Yeah. So they can have a look at um uh, which MPs actually asked the most uh most question about I mean using environmental keywords and which MPs has uh did not ask anything about environment at all. 
So if you are curious and uh, about because some of the MPs are are also the candidates in uh, GE fifteen. Mm-hmm. So if they are curious about the the track record or past record of their candidates, uh, I hope that our website or our findings can be can be their reference. Also, that people can look at different ways of breaking down the data on our website. It's not just which MPs, but also the political parties. We've kind of grouped together which political parties have talked more about it, and also which states and constituencies are focusing more on the environmental topics. So people can kind of get a sense of what's happening across Malaysia, and they can look at the specific keywords if they're interested. And we actually put the entire database up on the website as well. So if somebody uh, has some experience looking at data or likes to look at uh, Excel sheets <laughs> uh, for data, they can start to kind of make their own assessment and actually read the the original text from the parliamentary documents where these keywords were mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm just looking at the page now. So you've divided it into environmental issues. There's MP leaders and laggards. There's political parties and also states and constituencies, right? So you guys have broken it up there. There's all the key information there, you know, and it's, of course, uh, accessible and free to anyone, isn't it? Yes, yes, it's it's free, it's free. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, it's there for everyone. And I guess, you know, I mean, the message, of course, is that, you know, we want Malaysian voters to think about the climate, right? I mean, the hashtag is vote for climate or undi iklim, right? Um, any last message that p- perhaps you'd like to leave uh, Malaysians with, you know, before we head to the polls, especially with all of this in mind? Okay, um, I hope our, our data will help uh, our voters to feel more informed and knowledgeable about the candidates and before they make decision on 19 November. And uh, we would like to encourage people to come out to vote and, and maybe check check their candidates, whether they care about the uh, environment or climate change, because uh, it is affecting everyone in this country and it will continue to get worse if we don't take any action now. And we, we also highlight that uh, we are demanding three uh, acts from the political parties for any contesting political parties, uh, we hope that they can prioritize three acts in their manifesto, which is a climate change act, transboundary haze provision or cleaning act, and uh, revising of the environmental quality act 1974, so that we can have a uh, better environmental regulations and mechanism uh, in the country. I mean, we should support those candidates who are willing to take a strong, stronger stance for climate action uh, during the election. We hope that after the election, we want our incoming leaders and political parties to make Malaysia a safer, cleaner and more resilient to the worsening effects of the climate crisis. Okay, and in, in that case, we hope that uh, our rakyat and voters can, can join Greenpeace together and continue to monitor the government and pursue and demand the elected representative to materialize their promises to safeguard our environment after the election. Okay. All right. Um, Margo, you know, in terms of this, this research, right? I mean, this is not the end of it, right? You're continuing to do more things with it. Am I correct? Yes, exactly. And we also hope that everyone will follow us, follow Greenpeace Malaysia on social media, because we are continuing to analyze this data and update with new findings as we dig deeper into the keywords and the specific topics that MPs are discussing. So we we hope that we can get out as much as we can before the election, but we are also going to continue looking into this. And even depending on who is elected, 
we are going to keep following up on what kind of information they're discussing and try to put pressure on politicians to prioritize the environment more. So we hope everyone else will help us with that and support this uh, project. Okay, excellent. Thank you so much, uh, both of you, for joining me today. I've been speaking to Ting Siu Xuan. She's the Senior Program Manager for Greenpeace Southeast Asia, the Malaysia office, and Margot Prabenda. She's a Regional Research and Investigation Coordinator for Greenpeace, South- Greenpeace Southeast Asia. If you'd like to, you know, look at all the data that they've collected for us, um, but there are also summaries, you know, if you're not fans of, um, I guess, uh, spreadsheets and things like that, just head to greenpeace.org uh, slash Malaysia. Just, I guess, you know, just search for those two key uh, hashtags. So, Undi Iklim, hashtag Undi Iklim or hashtag vote for climate. Uh, find out how, I mean, yeah, just get informed. Find out what your MPs are talking about. Find out what your MPs should be talking about. And follow Greenpeace also on uh, social media. I think you're on all the channels pretty much, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, do follow Greenpeace on social media. And if you miss any part of our conversation today, you can always download the podcast at bfm.my slash earth or you can find it on the BFM app. This has been Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.